Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Father God in heaven, Lord Jesus, we thank you for who you are, Lord God, for there is none like you in all the earth. Father, we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise, Father. We come humbly before you, Lord God, before your throne, Lord God, asking you, Lord God, to move, Lord Jesus, in this earth this day, God. Father, your people are in need of you, Lord God, crying out, Lord God, for you, Lord God, like never before, Lord Jesus. Father, we need you, God, like never before, Lord Jesus. We need you, God, to heal this land, Lord Jesus. We bind sickness right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Any and all infirmity, Lord God. We cast COVID-19 back, in back into the pits of hell from which it come, Lord Jesus. Father, we speak healing to those that are bound with it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you right now to touch their families and strengthen them, Lord God, Jesus. Touch each and every person, Lord God, that is in need of you right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, we come humbly before you, Lord God, asking you, Lord God, to continue, Lord God, to speak unto your men and women of God, Lord Jesus, leading and guiding them according to your will and your purpose, God, for this next level, Lord God. For we know, God, everything is done according to your will and your purpose, God. For we know there is a purpose for this time right now, God. It was spoken long before it even happened, Lord God. It was predicted. For you know everything that happens even before it happens, Lord God. Now, Father, we ask you right now, God, to continue, Lord God, to strengthen your people, Lord God. Continue to keep their minds, Lord God. We bind depression right now in the name of Jesus. We bind any spirit that tries to hinder the mind of your people, God, speaking negative things, Lord. We bind it right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, we ask that we, I ask you right now to give us strength to continue to encourage one another, God, to undergird one another, God. Continue to pray for one another. Fast for one another and love one another, Lord God, through this time, Lord Jesus, encouraging our families, Lord God, and undergirding them in prayer, Lord Jesus, like never before, God, helping each other, Lord God, to join together as one, Lord God, one family in unity, Lord, like never before, Lord Jesus, that we can continue to grow in you, Lord Jesus, and be stronger like never before, God, that souls continue you to be saved, Lord God, for your kingdom's glory, Lord Jesus. Father, I ask you right now, God, touch, Lord God, the young man's family, Lord God, that was killed in the car accident last week, Lord God. Touch his mother right now, Lord Jesus. Minister into her heart, Lord God, for she is in need of you, God. Help her, Lord God, to get through this time, Lord God, for she doesn't know what to do, Lord God, but be her strength, Lord Jesus, and guide her through this, Lord Jesus. And the families that have lost loved ones, God, I ask you right now, God, to undergird them, Lord Jesus. The woman that uttered the prayer for me, Lord God, and has lost her mother, Lord God, I ask you right now, Lord Jesus, that you speak into her heart and strengthen her, Lord God. Be what she needs you, Lord God. And for her blessing me, God, I ask that you bless her, Lord Jesus, for she continued to be a woman of God, even in the midst of her pain, Lord God. She continued to show who she was, Lord God. Now, Father, help us to continue to do just that. Lord, that no matter what we go through, Lord God, everything is a testimony, Lord God, for the next level, God, a testimony to somebody else to help them to come out of whatever they're in, Lord, or to get through whatever situation that they are in, Lord God. Now, Father, I ask you right now, God, to strengthen your people, Lord God, strengthen us, Lord, like never before, Lord Jesus. We need you right now, Lord God, Jesus. Although we may not understand each and everything that's happening, Lord God, we know God is for a reason and a purpose, God, and we know right now is the time, God, that we must stand 
gird up like never before, Lord. Jesus, standing bold in you like never before, God. In holy boldness like never before. Let holy boldness take over like never before, Lord Jesus. That we will speak your word, God, and live your word like never before, Lord Jesus. Being the men and women of God that you need us to be in this time, Lord God. That we continue help the hurting, Lord God. Continue to help heal those that are in need, Lord Jesus. God, we ask you, I ask you right now, God, to touch each and every man of God that is that is in need of you, Lord God, that may feel weak right now, Lord Jesus, but need you to strengthen them, God. Need you, God, to let them know, God, that they are in your will, Lord God, and they are needed in this time, Lord God, and they can get through whatever situation that they are facing, Lord God. I ask you right now, speak into their hearts, Lord that they not give up, Lord God, not give up on the ministry that you have placed inside of them, not get up, give up on the word that you have placed in their belly to speak unto this world, Lord God, for this world is in need of that word, God, in need of that man and woman of God standing strong and boldly like never before, Lord Jesus. Father, we are your people, God. We are your chosen vessels, God, and we shall stand boldly for you like never before, Lord Jesus, and do your will, God, for it's not about us, God, but it's about your kingdom glory, God. Everything is for a reason and a purpose, God. And we know, God, that you shall have the last say. What man say does not matter. God, it's what you say, God. You have the last say. And if you say yes, God, it can happen, Lord Jesus. I thank you for opening up doors that no man can shut, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for granting miracles, Lord God, for your people like never before, Lord Jesus. Opening up doors like never before. Opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out blessings, Lord God. God, upon your people, Lord God. We are in need of you, God. Even if it's just mental blessings, God, spiritual blessing, God, we need it right now, Lord Jesus, that we can stand strong like never before, Lord Jesus. Father, I ask you right now, God, help your people to see, Lord God, that we must be what you have called us to be, Lord Jesus. It's not a time to play, God. It's not a time to play, God. This world, this world, this world is not a place to play in right now, God. Father, we need to stand strong, faithful in you like never before, Lord Jesus, being the men and women and God that you called us to be in this time, Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in our ministry, God. I thank you for this ministry going to the next level, Lord God, Jesus. I thank you for the man of God that you given us, Lord God. I thank you for strengthening God, healing his body, strengthening his mind, Lord God, and using him according to your will and your purpose, God. He is your true servant, God, and he loves you, God, and he needs you right now to continue to lead him like never before, Lord God, in this ministry. Thank you for opening up a door for a building, God. Thank you for telling us when to go, Lord God, and when to move and when not to move, Lord God. Thank you for him heeding to your word, Lord God, and doing according to your will and your purpose, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for giving us the man of God that you've given us. Thank you for his wife, God. Thank you for strengthening her, God, and using her according to your will and your purpose, God, and being the woman of God that he needs right now, God, to undergird him in this time, Lord God, and keeping their family, God. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for each and every man, woman, and man and woman in this ministry, God, that has need right now, Lord Jesus. I thank you for opening up doors for them, Lord Jesus. Father, I know, Lord God, that this world right now don't understand your plan, Lord God, but COVID is not to stop us, God, but to catapult us, Lord, to the next level in which you have us to go, Lord Jesus. God, I know, Lord Jesus, 
Jesus, everything is done because you said so, Lord God. So I know, God, this is happening only because you allowed it, Lord Jesus. Now, Father, I ask you, Lord God, to continue to keep our children, Lord Jesus. Father, help them, Lord God, to understand your plan, Lord God. Even right now, God, you can. You said you should, your, even the children shall lead them, Lord God. And I ask you right now, God, to speak unto your children, God. Give them wisdom, God, to know what to do and what not to do. Even in their learning, God, let them not lack anything from not being in a building, Lord Jesus. Father, I ask you that you bless them, Lord God, mighty, Lord God. Let them be even greater, God. Let their learning be even greater, Lord Jesus. And Father, I ask you right now to open up the windows of heaven and bless them. Bless their minds, Lord God, like never before, Lord Jesus. Speak to them even in their dreams, Lord God. Use them like never before, Lord Jesus, for this next level in this world, Lord Jesus. Father, I just thank you for who you are, God. I thank you, Lord God. If I say nothing else, God, I say thank you, Lord God, for who you are, Lord Jesus. No man can do that which you can do, Lord Jesus. And I say thank you for your healing virtue, Lord God, upon your people, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for the things that you're doing, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, and I magnify you. I exalt your holy name, Lord God, for you alone are worthy. You alone are true, Lord God, and there's none like you, Lord Jesus. I glorify you, magnify your holy name. Thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in us, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for your word, Lord God, ministering to our hearts and our minds. Even as we sleep, God, you give us revelation like never before, Lord God. God, help us, Lord God, to in our dreams to understand that which you want us to know, Lord Jesus. Make the dreams clear, Lord, so clear, Lord God, that we don't misunderstand what the next move is, God. Lead and guide us like never before, Lord Jesus. I bless you and I praise you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. Glory, hallelujah, Jesus. There's none like you, Lord God. And I thank you. I thank you and I thank you, Lord God. Glory, glory, glory. I give it all to you, Lord Jesus. I lay at your feet, God, and I surrender all to you, Lord Jesus. For nobody can do that which you do, Lord Jesus. Nobody can lead me like you do, Lord God. Nobody can lead us and love us, Lord, like you do, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing, Lord Jesus. Thank you for Jesus' sanctuary of faith, God. And I bless you and I praise you for what you're doing in us, Lord God. In your mighty son Jesus' name, I pray and I magnify you. In your mighty son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank well, bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle. Keep on greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you, woman of God, leading us to the throne of grace. Let's continue on, and then we'll share the word of the Lord with you tonight. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as again, we thank you for your love, your kindness, and most of all, for your mercy. Father, for your mercy's sake, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. We just thank you, Lord, for forgiveness for all of our sins and transgressions and all of our iniquity. Use us for thy glory, O God. We thank you, Lord, for choosing us. We thank you for filling us with the power of your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for giving us assignments. 
in this earth for your will and for your kingdom's sake. Now cover us all in your blood and hide us behind your cross and keep us forever is our prayer. God, I'm asking one more time that you fill my mouth with blood, life, health, and strength that I may speak unto thy people. God, in the wonderful and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we do pray, and all of God's people hearts shouted, amen and amen. Hey, beloved, well, tonight we're going to the book of Genesis, chapter 32. I'm going to be sharing with you the word of the Lord, and it was actually birthed uh, out of Bishop Pearson on this morning. Uh, he was on teaching on uh, healing, but he began to give his testimony and when he began to share his testimony, out of all the things he said, which was a great word, his testimony stood out to me. I didn't know the man of God had went through so much, but when he began to testify, and I began to see the goodness of the Lord upon his life, and the Lord spoke these words to me, believe the testimony. You know, many of us has received testimonies uh, from the Lord's work and hand on our life, and, and we're afraid to talk about what God has done for us. And as I begin to study this, the Lord put an extensive subtitle with this message, said, believe the testimony, but here's the catch, faith that, will, that won't let go, faith that won't let go. It's what God really said. When you believe your testimony, God will do greater and majesty things in your life. So let's go to Genesis chapter 32, and we're going to share the word of the Lord with you, and we're going to believe God to touch your life and that you will understand how much God loves you and the testimony that you have inside of you and the faith that God has placed in you will work in your life. Here's what the word of the Lord says in Genesis 32, verse 1, and Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. There were more than one angel there coming in contact with Jacob. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host, which translated, this is God's army. Now, when Elisha was getting ready to be raptured up before the Lord, the sons of the prophet privately did not see the host of angels that was coming to rapture up Elijah. I believe that maybe Elisha saw it. So maybe all those that was with Jacob might not have saw the host of God, the army of God. Now, one Jewish writer said that the host of God was consisted of over 60,000 angels. And if there were two of them, then that's 120,000 angels uh, that were coming to protect Jacob. Now remember back in chapter 31, God said to Jacob, uh, this is what the word of the Lord said, and the Lord said unto Jacob, return unto the land of thy father and to thy kinsmen, and I will be with thee. Now, Jacob, I want you to remember this because life is going to take a turn for Jacob. So has it done with you and I. But I want you to follow me. Here's what the word of the Lord says in verse 2. And he called the name of the place Mahanaim. Mahanaim means uh, like a force. Or it meant more or less that God uh, had brought him into a double camp. So now remember this, if there's two angels that's been sent to protect 
Jacob, uh, when Jacob get ready to divide his family, there will be angels watching over each division of his household. But let's skip over into verse number 22. And that's why our message is going to start tonight. Here's what the word of the Lord says. And he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two women servants, which were Bilhah and Zephah, and his eleven sons had passed over the flock of Job. And he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over that he had. Watch this now, beloved. And Jacob was left alone. There wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint, and he wrestled with him. So tonight, beloved, I'm going to talk to you from this thought. Faith that won't let go. When God has given us a testimony, a testimony symbolizes a decoration, which is a witness of evidence. It becomes the proof of some fact that something has happened to your life. Now listen to me carefully because every one of you under the sound of my voice should have some kind of testimony from God. Because God has done so much for us, each one of us should have a personal testimony which faith has been built in us to never let go of God. Jacob, who was chosen by God, hear me, from the womb of Rebekah, had a brother by the name of Esau. They were both in the womb. Jacob was a supplanter even from his mother's womb which means that he was a deceiving person. Esau was hard and rugged, and his father loved him, Isaac. Jacob, being a supplanter, was a conniver even from his birth. I want you to follow this, because God is going to put such a testimony in his life after he wrestled with God. Now, many of us, have come to the conclusion, maybe I don't have a powerful testimony. Listen to me carefully. Any testimony that you have is a witness under God. Jacob is being reared in the same household with Esau. But Jacob's mind is on a different track than Esau. Esau is rugged. Esau is a hunter. Jacob is a steamer. He wants to set back and plan and scheme and connive. But, beloved, let me share something with you. Sooner or later, the hustling in Jacob will come to an end. And Jacob is going to come out with a testimony, but he's going to learn faith that will never let God go. Now, watch this. When Jacob began to go back home toward his father, Jacob left home running from Esau, but now he's going to run from his uncle Laban. Jacob is a runner. And when you are a runner, your faith cannot understand what God is doing for your life. Jacob has left Laban because he's running from Laban. Laban has tricked him and deceived him. Twenty years he worked there. 
Ten times his wages would change. Jacob is sick and tired of being with his uncle. Now remember, he left home running from Esau. But guess who he's got to meet on his way back to his father's house? Is Esau. Now I read something, beloved, that stirred my heart. Jacob had to be placed in the very pathway of Esau so that God will make sure that his past will face him. Listen to me carefully, because when faith has been given to us, it is to be given to us to hold on to God's promises, to hold on to God's blessing, to hold on to healing, hold on to a prophecy, hold on to a miracle. That what God has said, your faith has to hold on to that. And that's where your testimony will be built. Jacob is on his way back. Jacob decides he will call his brother one more time. But this time the coining act will not work. He gather all these things together that he's going to send to his brother. Listen what he's going to send. 200 sheep goats. 20 he goats. 200 ewingly lamb. 20 ram. 30 milk cows. 40 cows. 10 bulls. 20 she asses. And 10 foals. Man, that's a lot to send back. But he's not working repentance. He's working a penance. When people will not repent, they want to buy you gifts. They want to flourish you with all kind of dresses, suits, shoes. Now God said, but repent. Jacob, Jacob is not willing to repent. His heart is not right just yet. Now he's been blessed by God. He's been blessed by the Almighty. He received cattle, lamb, all these things I just mentioned out of his uncle's household. God is trying to get his heart right. Listen to me. When faith has been given to you to hold on to God's promises, they will not work until you come to true repentance with God. Faith is there for you. But there's a mist between you and God. Your sin has separated you from your God. So Jacob now sends the presence over to Esau. He sends a messenger. And the messenger goes over to Esau and tells him, your brother Jacob is on his way back. He's going home to your father's house. Isaac is old. He's dying. Jacob trying to make it home. Faith is getting ready to be tested, beloved. You and I have been saved by God. Have that kind of faith that can be tested, that will come out with a testimony. And when God gets through with you, beloved, I promise you, you're going to have a word from the Lord in your testimony. Somebody somewhere will need to hear what you have to say, what thus said the Lord has given to you. Now watch this. Jacob sent the messenger over. But Esau is not flattered. Esau has been blessed. He's living in Edom, named after himself in the mouth of Sarah. Esau is blessed. He's got many troops. He got soldiers. Esau is getting ready to face Jacob with 400 men. The messenger go back to tell Jacob. Esau is on his way. Jacob is frustrated. And all of this conniving is about to come down upon his head. Watch this, beloved. When God brings you and I to a crossroad, that our faith 
is getting ready to bring one of the greatest testimonies of our life. Seem like frustration is going to take over your life. Jacob is understanding. If Esau faced me tonight, this is my last night in the land of the living. I'm on my way now out of here. But what Jacob don't understand, he's not in the land of the living. He's in the land of dying on his way to the land of the living. Esau is coming to deal with him. And Jacob is afraid. He defies his family. Oh, my God. He takes the midwives. He takes all of his women's servants, puts them in separate camps. But watch how God works. The night began to fall. This night is symbolic, not only to you and I, but to Jacob that night, because God is getting ready to show him the faith that he possessed to hold on. Jacob is getting ready to meet God now. The night began to fall, and when night falls, no man can work, Jesus said. Watch this, beloved. Jacob meets a man, and this man had to be physical. Because God wants your faith to come alive. When you and I are dealing with headaches, toiling, pain, sickness, disease, rejection, broken home, broken family, God brings someone in our life to bless us. It has to be a spiritual pain, but a physical person will show up to bless you. But watch Jacob. He began to wrestle with this man. He's not sure who he is because the night has fallen. I don't know about you, but I have loved ones that is afraid of the dark. Can you imagine fighting someone in the dark? You're hoping you can find some light to see who you're fighting. Jacob cannot see him. He's praying for hope for the daybreak to come. They wrestled all night long. Faith is being tested. You and I wrestle all night long sometimes. Sometimes we wrestle and we don't understand if we still believe. But while you're fading and while you're fainting, while you're fading and your faith ought to keep you alive, Jacob is wrestling, asking the man, who are you? The man said, don't worry about my name. And they're in a battle. Sweat is rolling. They're tussling. Jacob's garments being told. The man's garments is being told. But guess what? Jacob is not going to let him go. I stopped by to tell you tonight, you have and you possess that kind of faith that won't let go. Hold on to what God says. Hold on to the miracle. Hold on to the promise. Hold on to the prophecy. Hold on to what God has told you he'll do for you. You may have to wrestle all night. But you're looking across the street and someone else seems like they got daylight going on. No problem, no struggle. But when you and I come out of the night, we're going to have a testimony, beloved. When Bishop Pearson gave his testimony this morning, he had bionic and had man. But all they had to do to his body, I believe what he said, because he had to have a witness. He kept saying, my wife was there. So out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So that testimony had to be true. So here's Jacob wrestling with the angel. I can see that in my spirit mind, wrestling with the night. 
I want to know who are you. I need to see your face. But his faith is holding out. He's holding out till daybreak. And then when the angel realized daybreak is about to come, he said, who are you? He said, my name is Jacob. He said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. A prince would call. See, when the day begins to break, your faith finna give you a new name. Your faith finna deliver you. Your faith finna bring you out of every cry and every hurt and pain you ever been through. Hold on. Let your faith hold on to God. Watch this. While Jacob was wrestling, the angel didn't want him to see his face. Because when you see the person's face, now you know who you're dealing with. He caught a glimpse of his face. Then Jacob knew he was fighting with God. Hold on to that thought. Because a lot of us have been fighting with God. We don't want the testimony. We want to hurry up and come out of the trial. Come out of that struggle. But hold on, beloved. Because what God was doing to Jacob was taking the hustling out of it. It's hard for a hustler to run crippled. It's hard for a hustler to run with a leg that's lame. God was saying to Jacob, when I get through with you, not only will your name change, but your faith going to be elevated to another level. Now let me put this in your heart. When faith has been tested to its final peak, this is what happens. You're exhausted. You wore out. You have no sense or clue what to do. Your hands only hold on to God. Now watch this. When faith has been exhausted, God leaves your hands strong enough just to cling to him. Faith that won't let go. It's that faith that's been tested, tried in a fire of affliction. That's when your hands only have that to cling to God. Watch this, beloved. Jacob realized after that, it's all right now to meet my brother. And when he met Esau, I believe Jacob Drop that leg because his hip was knocked out of socket. And when Esau saw him, God's mercy took Esau hard. Because Esau had sworn, I'm going to kill you when daddy died. It was in his mind. It was in his heart. Jacob dragging his leg. No, Esau didn't feel sorry for him. You see, because hatred has no sympathy. Hatred has no love. God had to intervene. And when Jacob saw Esau, and Esau saw Jacob, faith that would not let go brought him back together again. Now Esau and Jacob is hugging. They got the same mindset. We need to go and see about our father. He's old. He's dying. 
If you keep on reading, you'll find that both of them ended up bearing their father together. What am I trying to tell you tonight? Believe the testimony of the word of God. The word will never return to God, boy. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Who shall repent or shall believe the Lord's report? Shall you believe it? Or shall you take man's report? He said, but let every man be a liar and God be the truth. Can you believe the report of the Lord? From Moses, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all the way until the end of the age. Men have testified of the testimony of what God has done. By faith, they never let go. I'm talking to somebody tonight. You've been in a midnight for a while. Darkness has been battling with you. But I come to tell you tonight, your faith won't let go of God. You're coming out. And when you come out, I promise you, you will have a testimony that others may believe that God is God. And he will do exactly what he said he would do. I'm praying for you tonight. I'm praying for you tonight that you understand that God cannot lie. Bible said the immutability of God here. He cannot lie. If God were lie, beloved, you and I wouldn't have to worry about this pandemic. If God would tell a lie, you wouldn't have to worry about paying bills tomorrow. If God would tell a lie, you ain't got to worry about dressing tomorrow or what you're going to eat. Because all of it will come up tonight if God could lie. God cannot lie enough. His word is true. His word is a deliverer. His word is a hammer and a mirror. It's a compass. It leads us in God. So here it is. Faith that won't let go. Jacob would not let God go. No matter what he was dealing with was not going to let God go. I don't want you to let God go. Some of you all been going through for months, years. God's telling me to tell you tonight, don't let your faith desert you. Hold on to that faith. Yes, you may seem exhausted. You're tired, you're weary, but your hands are able to cling to God. Jacob, held on. Held on. I want you to hold on. God ain't through with you yet. You'll come out with a testimony, beloved, and you'll come out with faith like you've never seen before in your life. Hey, listen yeah. to me tonight. God is stirring the hearts of men that know him. He's encouraging us because he's getting ready to do something great and miraculous in the earth. You see, every time God gets ready to bless, the devil have to show his head. And beloved, if you're listening to me, this pandemic has showed his head. God is getting ready to show up now. And when he show up, he going to show out. I'm telling you that, O Roshata, under the sound of my voice. I've said it to you in weeks past. Some of you all got more in your life now. You have it. I want you to testify about it. Don't hide it. Don't let nobody steal it. 
Don't let nobody make you feel less than because God bless you. I'm going to use this yeah. interjective. The hell with those people. Yeah. They yeah. can't stop your blessing. They can't stop it. They can't curse you. They can work all the voodoo, who do I do do. They can't stop God from blessing you. Your faith won't let it go. You testify. God has been too good to you. Somebody say, well, she got the same old testimony. Where's yours? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the greatest thing God done for me. You got healed from cancer? Keep on telling it. You got healed from any sickness? Keep on telling it. If God spared your life, keep on telling it. If God saved your children, keep on telling it. Believe the testimony. Your faith won't never let go. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle Keith Brooks. I'm about ready to get out of here. I haven't got excited. I feel like preaching. But I want you to know I'm holding on to God. No matter what I see, what I think, what I feel, I'm going to hold out. My faith is going to hold out with my God. Hey, if you're on a prayer line and you're not saved, I want you to simply ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart and save you tonight. Ask him to forgive you for all of your sins and you repent. Ask him to wash you in his blood and Jesus will save you. Get in the word. Find a man of God that will teach you the truth. Hey, I love people. Some people say I'm hard, but guess what? I'd rather you mad at me for the next thousand years than God get angry with me once. But when the day of judgment comes, you're going to love me because you're going to say, man of God, you didn't lie to me. You hurt my feelings, but you saved my soul. And that's what this is all about, beloved. Hey, I'm out of here. You know what to do with your tithes and offer, beloved. Uh-huh. Anybody in it? Call Sister Carol uh-huh. and call Sister Brandina. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I have a testimony. I was online and my line was muted. So I couldn't get through on the prayer line. I was supposed to pray today. But the devil kept me from praying because I was going to testify for what God had just done for me today. I had to, I got $23,000 of work that needed to be done to keep my basement from flooding. The people came out. They did the survey, did everything they needed to do. And when the guy told me what it was, I call, we called Syncrity. Syncrity wouldn't give me 23000 But that company, the guy said he had a great year, and he forgave me 7000 Wow. God is still busy. Listen he is still on the throne. Yes, ma'am, he is. When he Bishop is still on the throne. Bishop Pearson did not know what God was doing with him this morning. When he gave his testimony, the Lord said to me, and I think a couple of weeks I told you all, you will come back here. And you begin to tell apostle all the testimony that God has done for you all. I know that God is blessing the people. The people are being shy not to tell the goodness of God. Let me tell you why saints does They think some people are going to get jealous. Well, let me tell you something. If God holds you in the palm of his hand, it doesn't matter. What other people think, say, or do towards your life, they cannot stop God. God is the one that blesses. God is the one that will curse. 
No man can bless you if God curses you, and no man can curse you if God bless you. Don't be afraid to testify. Don't be embarrassed. I don't care how long ago it's been. As part of your testimony of your salvation, you give God. God bless you, woman of God, for that testimony. Hey, listen, God ain't through with you yet. Because you decide to stand up for him tonight, watch what else he's going to add to that. You're going to come Amen. out of this thing with blessings untold. God will allow things to happen. Hey, listen, I'm going to unmute the phone for all of you. I think it may be open. You all have any questions, ask Apostle right now. Yeah. Well, I, I don't have any questions right now, but I, I do have, I've been so blessed. Right. I, my my roof was leaking, uh -oh. and I, I went to the people uh, working cooperatively. They don't have any money anymore. I, I, I checked with everybody. I checked with my insurance. And do you know they sent a young man out here that, look, I just can't. I have a brand-new roof, brand-new. Uh-oh. paint. Uh, Patrick, but I have a brand new roof. The sign is still out in my yard. <laughs> I'm supposed to pay a thousand dollars myself, but guess what? I didn't have to pay one penny. Sound like God, God to me, mother. Ooh. Sound like it's God to me. <laughs> yes, sir. God, yes, sir. listen, and He ain't through. See, the more we praise Him. The more we lift him up, the more he's going to do for his people. Don't be ashamed and afraid to tell the goodness of the Lord. People who hide the blessings of God under a rock ain't worthy. A rock will cry out for God. And you got saints that God has done great things for. And they stand back to me, I ain't going to tell it. People may try to work against me. The devil is a lie. Throw all your who do you want. Throw all your witchcraft you want. God got something for you. And it's called hell in the east. Work your witchcraft. Work your hoodoo. But I promise you, hell will wait for you. So I want y'all to be excited. Y'all got a possible messed up tonight. I'm excited because I know what God's doing to you. God is, hey, listen. Apostle failed, broke for real. I ain't missed a step yet. And I, I've moved yesterday up. I said, Lord, what? He said, I'd have healed you. A couple of weeks back, I messed up my leg. They put me in a sprint. Lord said, what are you doing? He healed my leg. I threw the crutches down, the sprint down. Our God is a healer. He's a deliverer. Bless his holy name. Somebody shout hallelujah over there. Hallelujah. 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 Hey, listen, I'm out of here. I want y'all to be blessed. I pray your heart is stirred. Keep on giving God the glory. Keep on praising his name. He's worthy. Hey, y'all know what to do. I'm out of here. God bless y'all. Have a blessed night. God bless you. God bless you. Yes. Somebody call my name? Oh, all right. God bless you all. You be blessed. All right, God bless you. Bless you, Bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.